Kimmel, Cockleman. Here we are under the rig, episode ten. Welcome back. It's been a bit. Yeah, it's been a bit since we reopened the gym. I'm here with Charlie Souza. Uh, we're here to talk about all things new in the gym. Let's talk a little today about kind of just some updates on what's going on. I know since our last podcast, since the gym has been open, there's been a mandate. I believe from was it from the mayor or from the governor? A mayor proposal to the governor, right, and governor right. approved. So um, if you are not aware, I'm, I'm sure you guys are all aware, but the mandate or the, the proclamation was that we're uh, in gyms, that you need to wear masks inside of the gym. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you've implemented, that we've, as soon as that came out, we right away went into have, requiring people to wear masks. And so um, let's just talk a little bit about how that's going. I know it was a, a, trick trans, a quick transition to where people just, you know, you sent out the message and it said, hey, t- starting tomorrow, we need to wear masks in the gym. Yeah. Um, how's that been going? Yeah, so we don't have choices, right? It's not as if we can debate and make a decision whether we will or we won't. If we want to keep our doors open, we have to do as the mandate says. And so we always can, and so it doesn't mean that what they ask us to do is easy. For some, it's not too big of a deal. And for others, it's super challenging. It's like, this is like the hardest thing I've had to do is to work out with a mask. Mm -hmm. So our response to that is we are trying to program in a way where people have relief. So fresh air is right out the door. So we started off more with one minute on, like in the room and one minute rest, and then two minutes in the room, one minute rest. And through programming, the 100-meter runs that we've been doing have nothing to do with running as much as more it's about getting fresh air. So whenever our members see 100-meter run, 100-meter run, we're really saying it's your opportunity to get out of the room, take your mask down, get fresh air. And it might be just a psychological need, like, okay, if if I can hold hold on for two minutes, I can get outside and get fresh air. So when you see a 100-meter run, just think of it as I get to have fresh air. When you see 200 meters and 300 meters, that's our intention to program uh, runs. And so people can get out and it's normally been trying to keep it short in the gym and then an opportunity to get out for fresh air. Yeah, that's good. I, you know, if you look back at the program, take a look, you guys on push press, you can look back at some of the, the past programming and um, take a look at how chemo is programming to to really know that it is in his best interest to make sure that um, he's programming workouts and and ways to make it as doable as possible for us. Um, and I, I know chemo, you also talked about the the mask that we use. And and I know you know I see people come in with trying different masks and trying to find the right mask for working out because there are different masks and different masks allow you to breathe differently. And, um, you know, part of trying to work out with a mask is also finding the right mask for you. And so I know, I know you've been working out with a mask that's been working for you. You have like some techniques that that's worked for you. And I know, you know, for, it's different for different people, but like, how's your mask for when you work out? So I've tried a bunch of different ones. I've tried gaiters. I tried a gaiter today and that was, that was challenging because the, the, psychological aspect of having something on your face is not necessarily just restrictive breathing but it's 
the heat that it causes. And the gator I had on today was touching my eyes because I had to pull it way on top of my head to keep it on. And so it's all these things that are a little more challenging. In my opinion, everything is doable. It's a matter of adapting. So I don't necessarily mind these things. And in some sense, I guess I feel like, hey, something touching my eye shouldn't freak me out that much. And the fact that it does, I might just have to adapt to that difference. Now, granted, some people have a challenge with breathing. So the programming, getting out of the room, that's intentional. On strength days, the strength piece takes 20, 40 seconds a minute at the most, and then two minutes of recovery. So then that's intentional. Go outside, get fresh air, come back in for the strength piece. The part that's challenging and is different for every human is how uncomfortable is the mask for me? And so during this time, we, we create so much opportunity so people don't have to worry about, hey, I need to take a break every minute. Awesome. Go outside as soon as you can, take a break. Uh, we're not trying to keep you in the room. So uh, de-mask, if you have, you know, not all masks are equal. So everybody has to weigh, if a mask, a mask is really hard to breathe through, the protection factor is probably really high. So you can feel super safe. But if you can't breathe, that's, that's a challenge. So the other half is if your mask is super breathable, that's awesome. But would you wear it on a crowded city bus? So the, the mandate says you have to have a non-medical facial covering. That's all we require in the room. So we're not individually testing everybody's mask on how breathable it is. That's for our members to pursue, find the mask that allows them to feel safe, but also conduct a workout. Yeah, because I think the good thing is that, you know, we still have boxes in the gym. We're still socially distancing ourselves. And then even in the programming or when we're gathering, when we're grabbing our, our equipment, we're spacing things out. And still, even in the programming, um, you know, setting it up so that we're not all clustered together. And so it's more than just having to wear the mask. But we're practicing good, good safe practices in the gym as well. Um, but yeah, I, you know, when you're saying the, the more protective your mask is, probably the harder it is to breathe out of. I mean, that's, it, it's some of the, the challenges. You want to make sure that you are able to breathe out, out of the mask. I mean, I know um, it, it adds additional challenges just to be able to breathe. And for myself, I have some pretty bad anxiety, and I, it's, it's difficult for me, and I'm struggling a little bit. But think of it, I, I think of it as, you know, sort of a mental challenge as well. And it's, yes, I, I might not be pushing myself as hard as I would without the mask because I just get some anxiety but I'm working through that and I'm, I'm pushing myself a little, a little harder each time getting through the anxiety of it and knowing that, you know, like life is not always easy. Like when we, when we're here working out and CrossFit, part of CrossFit is really preparing for life and preparing for all the different things that life can throw at you and how well are you prepared for that? This is not necessarily a workout type of getting ready or, you know, getting physically ready, but CrossFit prepares you mentally as well. And, and wearing these masks can, I look at it as that anyway. I mean, it's helping to prepare me mentally too. Yeah, so our goal is to provide the safest environment. So we have at Kakako a 4,200 square feet facility and in Hawaii Kai 3,800 square feet facility. And we only allow 12 members in any given class. And we program in a way that 
part of the class is out of the room. So in the room, there's not even always 12 humans. And then specifically, there's eight by 10 squares. And when it comes time to using a rig that runs 20 feet in a room, it's still three or four people at a time based on how we set up the programming. So it is as safe as we can make it. What I really want, like, is the tendency with gyms and bars is they just cluster us all together. Like, any gym falls under one category. And it could be a, a large global gym that has 50, 60 people allowed in at one time. Is that the same as a pretty big facility, open air, no air condition, not a closed off, two roll-up gates on each side with 12 people in the room? Is that the same? Uh, we're never going to get that. We're never going to win that battle. So you're never going to argue to the point where we're different. Please look at us, at us differently. But I wish they would. I wish down the road, as this thing progresses, three months, six months, 12 months, we're still dealing with the same things, is you have to look at individual environments and make mandates based on what's available. So just like our sign out in front, the size of the sign in front of our gym is dictated by the number of feet and on the front of your building. So it's things that are set up like that, like based on the square footage, how much vol cubic volume you have in your space, and is it closed off air condition, changes the mandate. I don't know if that's ever going to happen in the next 12, 18 months that we're going to be dealing with COVID. Yeah, and, and it's, it's gyms, it's bars. Bars are saying the same thing. It's like, hey, I'm not that bar, and we're practicing, you know, we're, we're doing things correct. And so the, the good thing is that you continue to align yourself, you know, with the mandates and, and whatever comes up, it just says, hey, this is what it is. I want to make sure that I stay open, make sure that we provide fitness for everyone. And, you know, what, whatever comes out, um, we just continue to, to practice what, whatever we need to practice to stay open so that people can still have fitness. Um, you know, there's speaking of people still having fitness, part of what you're also still offering are, is the virtual workouts. So I know that um, currently you're doing one, one live virtual class every day. I think it's at 8 a.m. Monday through Saturday. Um, I know the last time we talked, we're, we're, we're saying, hey, maybe we're not going to do the virtual workouts anymore. We're trying to focus on, on reopening the gym. Um, how's that going, and, and what's the plans on the virtual workouts? Are we going to continue that? Yeah, so what we have in the gym outside of whatever the mandate is, is I want our members, when they walk through the door, to feel safe. We're not packing a bunch of people in here and trying to just think about making the gym run. We're making the gym environment safe. By the same token, we want people to have other options. So yeah, we're continuing the virtual indefinitely because it is a way for people to continue to get fitness and not have to come into a gym, have the convenience of doing it at home. And if people are utilizing it, which they are, then we're going to still run it. So if you come into the gym, the number of people and the way we program and getting outside for fresh air, that should be, we're trying to think about the members, not so much the mandates. It's what, how can we make it good for the members? They don't want to come into the gym, or maybe sometimes their families don't want them to come in. Like, the families pocket us as like, oh, I heard gyms have these issues, and 
They may not even know what's happening in our gym, but they don't want their family members going to any gym. So fine, we'll provide another avenue. We're still just trying to deliver members. So whoever is saying, hey, CrossFit Hawaii, CrossFit Hawaii, that's my gym. And this is the way they provide fitness to me. That makes me feel safe. Yeah. And there's a decent number. I, I, I check the recordings. I still check on the recordings to see who's working out. Uh, you know, we got a, a consistent group of people that are attending. And then there's always a few extra people that pop on. But um, also the people that are watching the recorded version. You know, I, I know in push press, you can track that because you're asking people to I guess to check in at the, the 10 p.m. slot, which is just if you're if you're doing it virtually on your own, um, if you're watching the recorded version on your own, to to check that box, um, and and that's th those numbers have been pretty good too, right? So it's not just the the number of people that you might see on the live session, but a lot of people are utilizing th those recordings as well. What's the numbers on that? Yeah, so there's on the recorded the actual video we put out you'll see anywhere between three and five people they're the regulars and i'm so thankful for them because they allow that recorded version to happen and so they make that a possibility we send that out and then there's probably about 10 people per day that are doing the recorded version so it's funny people still ask me wow you have a class at 10 o'clock at night mm -hmm. no that's the the way push press works is once the time passes, it disappears. You can't push the button. So we put it late in the evening. So anytime during the day, if you do the recorded version, you can tap the button. It helps us to track that metric. So we know there's still value in sending this out. Now, if there was, it goes from 10 to zero, then we have to reevaluate whether or not we should even bother sending that out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. If, if, and if you do work out at 11 o'clock at night, uh, you can still push the button the next day and, and mark that you worked out. Or push it before, like if you know you're going to do it. So that's what I didn't realize people were doing. Because before I even send out the recorded version at 7 a.m., there might be five people that push that button. In other words, the way I look at it, they're telling me, please send it out because I intend to do it. I'm already scheduled. There's a group of five or six people that do it at the same time in different locations. Mm -hmm. They hold each other accountable. It's, hey, we're doing this thing at 12. We're not doing it together, but at 12 o'clock, we're all signing in, and they check with each other, send out their own texts saying, hey, did you do it? So there are groups that are associated around it that are just committed to doing it at a certain time. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. And I, I encourage anybody to you know, start these, start these groups or start these like individual challenges or, or just kind of talk to each other about saying, oh, you know, did you work out and, and what did you do? It's just, it's just fun to do. You know, right now we're not writing things on the whiteboard. There's not a lot of outside accountability to like just writing something on the board. And if you have some friends, like have a group of people, like start, start your own little grid of your own to just start writing things down, start challenging people. Those are all fun things. I mean, we're always looking for additional things. You know, the gym provides the atmosphere, the place for people to work out. Um, as members, we can always, you know, on our own do fun things and, and know that, you know, we're, we're thinking that things, things have been moving here, but you know, we'll, we'll get the next event. I know we did the, the three week challenge. We did, we, we, you know, there's, there's some challenges, there's some things in the works and, and we'll, We'll, we'll make sure that we're engaging people and keeping people 
you know, giving, giving them things to do outside of just working out because. Yeah. So that's, I guess what I would uh, have to start figuring out is right now we've been, I've been pigeonholed into thinking, how do I provide fitness? But a big part of our gym is the community aspect. And we haven't had the events that make it fun, the gatherings that make it fun. It's all been, you know, come to the gym, work out, and you got to leave, and all those other things. So we, I need to figure out a way to make sure the community still has engaging, fun aspects and belonging to this gym versus just getting a workout because that separates, you know, it from being, oh, this is how I work out and this is my family. Yep. Yeah, that, it's it's a challenge for for life right now to be fun and engaging and interactive and community. And so this is important to, to still have this gym, to, to be able to have this time, just me and you talking together here. Uh, we haven't done it for a while. I miss this time just, just talking here. And um, for everyone, just know that, you know, there's efforts focused into keeping the gym open, keeping everybody working out, keeping fitness, but know that there's there's thoughts going into how do we increase the community? How do we continue to build that outside of just like providing workouts? So the workouts are important, but the community, as, as you guys know, is important as well. So, you know, we're, we're, we're always working. We're always trying to, trying to make this place as, as fun and, and engaging and, and the community. It's, it's all about community. So yeah. we are just about out of time. Well, not just about out of time. We are we are out of time for this conversation. Um, I'm glad we got to together to do this. I know um, it's it's been a it's been a little while since we've done it. Again, you know, sometimes life gets busy, but uh, we're here tonight, and we're gonna try and be more consistent. Want to get information out to you guys as well. Yeah. So I guess the last thing, because the main thing is the mask thing, right? So we're continuing to program in a way that always thinks about the, the psychological tolerance of keeping that mask on. And so we're trying to see where people are at. And today we programmed a workout where you could, there was no programmed out of the room, but it was, you could step out of the room for a minute at any given time. And part of it is for observation to see where, how much time do people want to be in the room and then when do they have to take a break. And so a little bit was a test to see where most are at to see how we have to program in the future. So if you endured today's workout, it was Monday, August 3rd. It was a little bit of a test to, to observe where people would have to take a break. And so thanks for participating in the unknown experiment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for, for thinking about the programming chemo, always you know working to keep the gym going and just to like just keeping the members in mind and making sure it's doable and then knowing that it is difficult but um the the thought that goes into the programming i know i appreciate it and i i, I when i look at the programming i see it i'm you know specifically look at at those breaks and those times and it's, it's really thinking about those thinking about the members and making it all uh, doable for everyone so thank you for your thoughts in in programming that yeah well it's all based on love because i mean if you're listening to this podcast you're somebody i love because not a lot of people i mean we're not sending this out to anybody but our members and so everything is member driven so know that we charlie and i do this because we want to communicate to the people that 
mean a lot to us. So thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Give us some feedback. <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's that's um, episode ten in the books. We'll uh, be talking to you guys soon. So thanks for listening. We'll call it. That's a wrap. Thanks. All right. All right. Thanks, thanks Charlie. Everyone.